Good evening, evening November Foxtrot. Hi Feels guys. Like afternoon though. Oh no, bye Lance. Bye Lance. <laughs> well, there we go. Welcome, Lance everyone. Be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi Karen. Hi Kenny. I forgot my username. Hi. Hi John. Call sign Chewbacca. Matthew McCarthy. Les. Hello, hello. Welcome in. Welcome in. John Smith. Good evening, people from the stockyard. Boom. Hello. Yay, hey. he's back. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> we thought we'd generally upset you. You kind of were like, yeah, I'm here. No, no, I'm done. I'm done. Do you know what? Yeah, I was sitting there thinking, nah, Hi, Tony. You know Tony. <laughs> yeah. It's peaceful when you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we can, all, we can go and leave you to it. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Good evening, we've, um, good evening. We've had a sound submitted. So we now have this to add to the podcast. Bosh! <laughs> it's from uh, well done. Ryan. Well done, Ryan. Well done, Ryan. Um, we've also I've managed to find uh, or find sorry an AEG firing as well. Yay! So we get to have Ooh. some. Uh, when we have some uh, firings, riff news or whatever like that, we can uh, go. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have to find a gas blowback one. Um, I'll see what I can yeah. Do. Are we not? Are we allowed to How use? How are you cams? both? Uh, yeah, we can use real sounds. Um, we can use any sounds at all. Hooray. Yeah, oh, good, mate. Yourself? To, I'm going to record a fart. We've already got one. A real Andrew fart could be quite impressive. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm good, thank you, Lance. Thank, thank you for yeah. asking. I'm good. How are you? My pleasure. Oh, yes. All good, all good, all good, all good. Seems a How while since weeks? we've all been together, doesn't it? But it has. It's, we've almost had a holiday from each other, really. We have. Well, you've we been have. on holiday. I've been on holiday, and you then... You boatings. We haven't been on holly bobs. Yeah. No, we haven't. Not allowed. No, no Maybe we should do me. it. Maybe we should do it ourselves. Lance, should we go on holiday? Let's. Now. See you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> uh, Red X. <laughs> <laughs> no, all good, all good. Tony Tony says, as long as the smell doesn't come through, then that's all fine. Oh, Rage! Evening, ladies. Yeah. What's the matter with Andy's head? Is it usually that shiny and hairless? It's because you haven't got, got, got a hat, hat on. I haven't got a hat. I can go and get a hat. Put that lampshade on behind you. What is that there? Is that a towel or a lampshade? Hi, Terry. That's that's my wardrobe in my hotel room. Lovely, isn't it? Nice. Minimal. Minimal. <laughs> like the rest <laughs> of this hotel room. <laughs> yeah, you've got a fancy picture in the background. What's that's that, of the my... sky? I don't know. I think it's the sun in a cloud. Oh, Lovely. They have to remind oh, themselves yeah. of what it's like up north. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Many, many oh, pictures of many pictures of clouds and suns and things. Not and not oh, things not grey. Oh, I once oh. saw this in the uh, in my childhood. Have you seen how bright that is? That's up in Glasgow. It's very bright. It's very bright. Those That's LED fun. panels are very very good nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make rage happy. Right. My lighting okay. has gone to. Better. Should we should we roll into the news? Have we got news? Let's do go. some news. News. Plugged in today. It's all very slow. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh my god, it's so chaotic. <laughs> hi, hi, Harry. A bunch of dirty folders. <laughs> dirty folders. 
Um, well, I've got a bit of news. Well, it's less yes news and more just a bit of a no photo admin, which is uh, we've had a few emails come in through the website. I apologise. They appear to have gone into a separate folder on our Hotmail, um, and I hadn't realised, so I will be responding to you soon. Uh, oh, so, dear. Or he yeah, won't. Please, or he won't. Please hold out hope. Um, or not. I have now changed. Yeah, I have now changed the settings, um, so we will be picking those up a bit quicker going forward. So, hi, Nick. Welcome, 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 um, Nick. Yeah. Good man. Lance, I've you bought... had not so much news, but also a... a I've I got a purchase. I've got a purchase <laughs> to cover. So all the, some new, I just want to show you this. All some new Ted pegs I've got. They're not even opened yet. But I always get these ones. Yeah. NGT. They're Evening not expensive. Ride. But they are bangers. And they are these ones. And I've got 20 of these for 13 99 Yeah, they look good, though, do they? Look at them bad Lance boys. Lance displays a peg with a screw tip. <laughs> Peggy peg peg, so that's it, that's my purchase. And my complaint, which I've had these for a while now, and it, it was only the other day when I was sorting some bits out for a video I'm doing soon, um, that I actually realised how ridiculous it is. And my complaint, right, is this. Now this is like the uh, sundries bag you get with a British Army ration pack. So you get your tea bags, your purification tablets, your sugars, your salts, peppers, curry powder. And what some, and I hate to swear, fucking genius has done, right, is look at this. So I'm going to take out the things that aren't brown, which is the spoon, Bit racist. The, in, the instructions, and the little cooker thing, which is pretty cool. That folds into a little cooker, which is, I think that's a pretty cool little pocket-sized cooker. Now the rest of it, some bright spark's gone. Now whether they're trying to save money, I don't know what we do, lads is we'll just make it all brown. It's just all the same colour. There it is. It's all the same size sort of packet. I mean, look at this. This is genius. This is, you'll love this. So this is all the salt, pepper, tea bags, sugar, creamers. It's just, it's just <laughs> brown with stupid, stupid fucking little writing on it. How is anyone supposed to tell what that is? What is that? What is this? It's all this. It's all the same, but it's got different things inside it. The only thing I, I could sort of guess at a, a, a quick glance would be these are the tea bags, but the rest of it. I mean, here we go. I'm going to hold up. Look, look. They're all different things. Why have they done that? I honestly can't wait for you to make a curry coffee. Why have they done that though? I don't understand. Why couldn't they've just well, that's left what it I mean. I, I coffee think and anything, tea bags? If I think of anything, you've created a new fun game as to yeah. what am I going to get in my coffee today? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I love the fact these are quite easy to identify. The old, the old Lingetti Humedi, uh, <laughs> which is uh, on the other side, a wet wipe. <laughs> but, but I don't think you can go far wrong with a couple of Lingetti Humedis. <laughs> Wow. I, it's just gobsmacked. I was literally going through some bits and bobs. Oh, the chewing gum, that's quite an easy one to find. Um, and I love how they've put the, the French and the English on both sides of the packaging. Purely freeze. So it's chewing gum and let chewing gum. So that's really, yeah. So if you're French and they didn't do that, then you, you'd be screwed, I think. Chewing gum and let chewing gum. There we go. Yeah, so that was my that's my little moan. That's my little moan. 
So, um, British Army, if you're listening. I do like, I do like yeah. tissue paper packs. <laughs> What's your own paper? <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. I might start referring to it in the French. <laughs> in the French? In the French, yeah. Yeah, so that was my moan. I just think it's ridiculous. It used to be like um like a German coffee brand. It was like a black sachet with white Germany-looking writing. It's just like coffee in some weird description. And then it was like coffee mates and tea bags. And you could distinguish things from different colours of packaging quite easily. But now, oh no, not under red light when you're in the middle of the woods at night and you want to make a cup of tea and you end up with a, you end up with a fucking, what is this? This is hot sauce mixed with um, consommation reserve à la unie, which is chilli powder. Mmm, yummy. That's going to get you nice and warm. Yeah, baby. So that is my rant. I think that is a, a stupid thing to do. If anyone can tell me that I'm wrong and that it's a good thing that they've done this, then I'll happily argue with you all day long. But I think it's stupid. <laughs> so that's my rant. Oh, I did get given a little gift from Octo event by Paulus Wales. And it was these little discs that he's had made completely off subject, by the way. JTF, send their regards to drop on the corpses <laughs> of their enemies. So I was gifted this. Which I do thank him for. I'm going to pop it just you, When you say you were gifted it, were you killed? And then given I was it? not killed. No, I was not killed. Right. I was not killed by Paulus Wales. And it was not put on me. So, uh, yeah, that's my rant for the week. I'm very annoyed, though. It has, it has annoyed me. That's, but that did cheer me up, though, when I found the, the chewing gum and lead chewing gum. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for that. Just see the Frenchman like, where's the chewing gum? There's, there's none of the chewing gum. <laughs> Ah, oh, it's all good fun, isn't you right? it? Feel better? I do. I feel now I've got it off my chest. Yeah, because I think it's important. I think it's important. Everyone knows. Some people might not be aware. Chewing gum. You know, pack of contents. This is this is even better. So the pack of contents, right? Apparently, all inside of it is a, a cooker, some matches, some paraffin blocks, and then the cooker on fire. It doesn't mention that there's food and sauces and that in there. So maybe it's just a, they put the food in there as a su surprise. Is it is it in French as well, or is it just in English? What the the instructions? Yeah. Cooker, stove, and heating tablets, and on the other side is Rochard et tablette de combustible solide. <laughs> there you go. I there feel educated go. now. Modi d'emploi. What, what was wet wipe again? My favourite was wet wipe. Ah, oh, wet wipe. Hang on. Let <laughs> me get them. <laughs> yeah. We need to use this. Maybe that should go in in, your, in the lingo bingo. Oh, I've got to take this bag out of brown again. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, where are they? Quickly find the wet wipes. I've got soak in my eye. Okay, might, hang on. Uh, it might be an interesting thing to see if we can get some representative from the, the suppliers of the... Uh, we play a the game of it. Oh, here we go. Oh, is it the old Lingetti Humidi. <laughs> humid I don't know how I'm saying that. H-U-M-I-D-E. Humidi? Humid? Lingetti Humid. Injetti humid. Wet wipes. Humide. Humide. Fair day, man. Forgot my username. We just said, what's the French for tranger? Tranger. <laughs> Not that. Le. It'll be le tranger. <laughs> It'll be le tranger. Yeah. <laughs> Next review done by Lance in French. <laughs> oh, what's this in here? Oh, that's the actual, that's the heating kits. Or the ensemble de ref the chafage. Chaffage? Chaffage. Ensemble. Chaffage. Dura. Chaffage. Ha ha ha. 
Ensemble. That's flammable, whatever it is. Yeah, this is the heat blocks. Yep. I've, you know. There we go. That's it. No more. No more. No more chat about this. Because it wind me up again. Monsieur <laughs> le Papier. Monsieur <laughs> le Papier. Where does my Monsieur le Papier? Um, right, there's a few... Oh, Comments, sorry, so. just quickly. You do get a scouring pad in there. That's quite cool. A scouring it. pad in French? Um, ta <laughs> Le pad de scour. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I can't believe it. What? So a scouring, scouring pads in French, right, <laughs> is tampon aracure. <laughs> Can I just point out that is not the same as chewing gum? In that, that is very different. Tampon Aracura. I'm not even kidding. Look, I've, I've ripped the packaging slightly, but if you. I don't know, fucking. There we go. Tampon. Yep. Tampon Aracura is a scouring pads. So don't get them mixed up when you're in France, ladies. And uh, There's an you go to the shop. That middle bit. It's the tampon arse cura. That's what that scouring <laughs> pad is. That's what I'm saying. You know, if, if you know, if you're in Paris and you know it's that time of the month and you have to go and get some tampon aracuras, you'll end up. Do with not scouring use pads. scouring pads. Don't use these. <laughs> they are non-absorbent. But that's a cool little scouring pad. Yes, like that's that. the only issue with using a scouring pad. Well, yeah. It's the lack, I mean, it's the lack quite, of its absorbency. Nothing to do with the fact that it well. literally scours. <laughs> <laughs> right, enough now. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Terry said, did someone mention the French? He's got very upset by that. Um, oh, sorry. Terry's having flashbacks. No, no. Yeah. It did make me laugh because Chris Kedd, uh, Forlorn calm down hope sharp. and all that. <laughs> calm <Yeah>. down sharp. <laughs> he I said, calm say... down sharp. The uh, Napoleonic era's ended. I didn't say bastard enough for it to be sharp, anyhow. Bastard. Rations bastard. Oh, Waterloo's over, Terry. There you go. <laughs> Not for Um Nick says, do you use a battery-powered screwdriver thing on those temp pegs, Lance? No, mate. Usually just wind them in, because that's why, that's why I get them, because I've got the T-bar on the top. But I know what you're saying, though. If it is scorched earth, mate, I've, I have had to use an impact gun before to blast them in when we've been family camping, but no, I've not had to do it like meal sims and stuff, so yeah, they're usually quite good. Le British. peg de screw. Le peg <laughs> in the ground de screw. <laughs> Apologies to our French listeners out there. There are there are some of you. Uh, yeah, which we do do terrible accents, and there's no in, yeah. there's no no offence intended. Yeah. But it is what but it is. <laughs> in the nicest possible way, France constitutes 0.12 percent of our total audience. Um, so there's probably just one very annoyed French person out there. Do so. you know who it is? It's probably the one bloke who designed this. <laughs> <laughs> I, All I wonder the what they will that. think of my brown yeah. packets. <laughs> Kieran says, I'll be coming to shift your riffs. Also, my Halo stop mod kit for my AAP01 the other day. Lovely. Cool. See you there. Very nice. Uh, the only purchase that Lance has made recently that is of interest is the tyres. Where you get them, and did you get them fitted at a garage or fitted at your house? That's from Rage. Uh, I have no new tyres, mate. Welcome to or the Airsoft podcast by the way <laughs> all yeah. i did all i did was bought a tire pen and colored in the text on the side to make them white they are just the original tires but not changed them yet but i think the amount of tread i've got left in them i'll probably be looking at changing them in about 2046 <laughs> yeah. give or take <laughs> but yeah they're not new tires mate i've literally just got a uh, tire pen and just colored in some of the detailing on the tires bell end 
I'm not gonna lie. What do you mean? Yeah, they cost me a tenner, and uh, <laughs> yeah, the I'll king, the king, fitted them at fuck yeah, house yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> the elves fitted them for me. <laughs> uh, Ryan says you can get some nice Russian packs. I had a good curry on exercise the other week. Lovely. We were supposed to be a banana yeah, pudding, have... but it ended up yeah. being, a, being, a, being a lovely curry because you can't read the fucking packaging. Uh, 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 just. Everyone, no one. The Indonesian one is horrible. Don't buy it. Yes, it is terrible. Don't get Indonesian pork yeah. with rice. Stop. It's rubbish. Stop. stop buying it and stop buying all the chili peanuts as well. Yeah, you a holes. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot my username. That's going to be a few funky cups of tea when you get mix up the sugar and salt. Yeah. Mate, we should do that. To be we should, fair, we that's should have a game of ration. Not the worst combination there, is it? Let's be honest. Riffs, I tell you what, shift your riffs. Condiments roulette. <laughs> condiments roulette. <laughs> and you can choose either cold or boiled water for your condiments. Oh. Literally blindfolded, you can pick three things out, and you've got to chug it. Mine's well a bit scouring, that. Paddy. Yeah, mine's a bit. Well, no, we remove them. It's got to be the edible <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Look how pink my tongue is now, though. <laughs> There's some tampon arse to cure in my uh, in my tea. <laughs> yeah. I've got some tampon arse in my mouth. <laughs> uh, Nick says it replaces the mystery meat with mystery packets. Mm. Yeah. So there it's you very go. bizarre. Uh, Anvil hello and welcome to the Big Beardy Boys podcast. Hey, there he is. <laughs> that was my next bit of news. She's done it James again. Sa- <laughs> James said, Sarah said, if you use that tampon, you get a flammable chaffage. <laughs> <laughs> Shafar, oh, Shafar's Mike, flammable oh. 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 <laughs> I'm not sure if there's any ointments we could put on the chafe though for afterwards. Maybe some hot sauce, salt. Hot sauce, That's sting. Salt. That's a, hot sauce and salt cures any there. chafing. Does, yeah. <laughs> It'll even make or break you. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, at that point you're less fussed about the chafing. I think yeah. that's a fair assessment, you know. Like, yeah. You're not going to argue at that, are you? <sighs> any other oh, any other news from anyone? No, with twenty minutes on right. uh, condiments, I think it's Rover doing rather well. Ready for content? I, I haven't seen any news this week. Um, I just want to say still thank a you few... to everyone that pointed me in the right direction of the Indonesian pork and rice. Um, I was very upset that I ate my last packet, and now I have ten and another ten on their way. So you asshole! So it's you that's buying all of them, then. I've got yes, one. I am. Courtesy of Ryan, <laughs> I'd like to thank Ryan for his my little my little gifts I got at the other weekend. Octo, <laughs> very very happy. Yes, I'm not telling what they Any are, so news? you can fuck off. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, uh, that, the that's the end of the news. We just oh, haven't right. got a little outro yet. <laughs> Yeah, you, some of you may have heard it. Is that I, that I'm using the uh, touchpad on my laptop tonight because I haven't got my mouse up here. <laughs> so, bear with, bear with. Oh, yeah, he's back in the back in the hey, cellar. There almost he is. seamless, Lance. Seamless yeah. transition. No, you would not know. <laughs> no really. one saw that coming at all. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> on tonight's show, we're going to be talking about uh, Lance's PMC loadout. He's going to be giving us a rundown. This will be the first in our new mini series on our interpretation of pmc loadouts um so we well, arm civvies as i call it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and we're also going to be doing a debrief on the octaway event that lance attended um and did you go i can't remember i didn't i go. don't think you did no 
Um, so we will be questioning Lance about his Octo 8 uh, outing, which should be fun. So, Lance, do you want to start off about your <laughs> armed civvies? Armed civvies? I mean, it's. I suppose it's probably one of the most versatile roles you could carry out as an armed sort of force in an airsoft event. Um. Would I say it was any easier than JTF or Op4? Probably not, because you can potentially be in a three. <laughs> Sorry, Anvil said, "Am I going to get cross about this loadout?" Probably you definitely are Anvil. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> this is so. For anyone that doesn't know, I'll just I'll just give Lance a bit of time to think about what he's going to say. Uh, Anvil produced some very very good uh, loadout web um, loadout videos, uh, and they've done some pretty good PMC ones based on certain eras, and they're sort of very true to life. We do not do that necessarily. We come up with our interpretation, and that's why I phrased it in such that way. Mm -hmm. um, so, well, yeah. we have to stick so to what go. the events are, don't we? Because obviously, exactly, Anvil do like a more a more realistic as to like these guys were here at this time, and this is what they wore. Whereas ours is like uh, you can wear this, but you can't wear anything camo. You've got to be tan bottoms or green top or something like that. So you are governed by what the event will stipulate. You know, they might say, "Oh, you can wear jeans," or "You can't wear jeans" because some DEA guys will be wearing jeans, and it's just like, <gasps> right, okay, I wear my pants. Is that fine? You know, so you you will be governed in a sense uh, of what you can wear as if you go to, for a PMC faction. But nine times out of ten, it's just going to be block colours, either OD green top and desert bottoms, or desert top and OD green bottoms, or something like that. Uh, chest rigs, be it black. Black's usually quite a good one for go to go for for PMC because um, it does literally identify you out of the crowd, uh, be it PMC or perhaps police force. You know, there's that as well. Um, but yeah. I, I must admit, I do really enjoy a PMC role. I like the skullduggery behind it. I like the challenge that the fact that if you're in a three-faction event, you can potentially have the other two factions all on you in one go. Um, you can be working for either side, you know, depending on how the storyline unfolds. Then um, that's what I love about it as a, as a brief overview. So if you if you do if you are up for more of a chat, I find it more challenging to do a PMC role than I would to do a, a JTF or an Op4 or like a CV role. I think PMC could potentially be the one of the most challenging ones because of really? how how twisted yeah. the story can be one minute you can be with jtf the next minute you're you're not and you're getting wiped by them or you're getting hit by op four and then you're not you're helping them out and it, it you know it, i like all the twists and turns about it about 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 pmc team it's good fun it is good fun do you find the pmc roles tend to be more set as the bad guys nowadays no, the not last really. The that I found, like they're the they're the ones that are in the country and not wanted. And JT yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, a, a certain event has developed the PMC team into these skullduggery pirates, <laughs> which is great fun. But I think, um, yeah, there's there, I think there's definitely because obviously PMC stuff. I mean, you look at some of the movies that have come out, like you think of. Um, you think of like American Sniper and that PMC contractors that are working in very close proximity with with the Delta guys and things like that, doing like money drops and, and collections and things and things that they can't be seen to be doing, these guys will be doing. And most of them are all ex doing whatever. So to to shoehorn a PMC element into a, any into any sort of JTF storyline, I think it would be relatively straightforward. If you want to do like the sort of like the cloak and daggery sort of stuff that oh we can't be seen doing that, you know, rules of engagement, all that jazz, you know. That can potentially sort of go out the window for an event if um if it's not you doing it and someone else yeah. then you know pinning the blame 
you know, it, it creates another element of the storyline by adding that little, you know, it hasn't even got to be a big team, six, eight-man team. And it just gives you that other little option. And then one minute, you, they could be with you. And the next minute, it's like, uh, no, sorry, chaps. But someone came in with a better offer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot my username it. says, uh, never forget that your client is just one missed payment away from being your target. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. It's, quite, uh, yeah. it's very profound. It is. It's deep. We'll have to watch for um, my username. <laughs> there's an interesting, uh, I don't know if anyone's uh, been aware of it today, but there's a real sort of tie-in to real-world events at the moment. So the Wagner Group, are, or the Wagner Group, depending on how you want to pronounce it, are um, effectively a, a private military contracting company. Um, they are obviously working on behalf of the Russian uh, national forces and they are recently being classed as or i believe they're going to be classed as terrorists by the uh, united kingdom um as a whole so we, we as a a nation are deciding that due to their various atrocities that they've been accused of um will become a terrorist organization so it's an interesting tie-in in terms of what you're saying andy about you know potentially they are like a negative um force so to speak yes. at an event. yeah um do you? Yeah, they're not. Always I, I've not the been good to guys. any events. No, I've not been to many events. So that they are generally good, though. I, I, I've often found they tend to be the kind of mercenary. They, they are there purely just as the you know whoever's going to pay them the most. Um, hmm. You've muted. Uh, you're on mute, Lance. <laughs> My mouse pad's going ballistic. Um, yeah, but from a PMC point of view, it's good. Yeah. Just... <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Um, In the sense of being like the good are... guys, then <clears throat> that's a bit of a grey area. I've seen yeah. deeds done, which have been quite helpful to certain teams. When deeds done, <laughs> it's helped us out as well. You know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, and all that, all that jazz. <laughs> but this thing, I've seen, I've seen stuff done by JTF forces that would not necessarily pass a war crimes court. Mm. Um, I've seen stuff done by rebels, civilians, DEA police that necessarily wouldn't pass a war crimes court. Especially um, you. With your, well, we've my, done... With your drug we, we have, we, we've, well, um, it, all the water gets quite muddy, doesn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's, not, let's not split hairs over what's what. No. <laughs> um... Anvil says it's a fun role. Plus, the guys themselves can be ex special forces or a bouncer from Essex with a rusty AK. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mate. Yeah. yeah, it's a real mixed bag. You know, it's it's cool. And that's the other thing is it's the it's the freedom of what weapons you can use and stuff like that. Yeah. That's quite a good fun. You know, you can run your ARs or your M4 platforms, or you can run your AKs or some LM, or some SMGs. You know, MP5s and stuff. They always go down really well. You know, um, and it's yeah, it's just cool. It's a good fun. It's a it's a nice easy role to to take part in because obviously essentially it's civvy kit with um, a, a, some sort of low carrying system and your main and a pistol so you're, you're sort of laughing you know it's probably one of the easiest roles aside from op 4 um, as in an op 4 like a opposing force on force faction um, a PMC faction or civ pop sort of thing would be is probably one of the easiest roles to take part in a, a, an airsoft event for the kit I mean not not because it's an easy role to take part in it's quite difficult but um, from a kit point of view, if you're just transitioning from skirmish to milsim, and there's an event coming up that's got a PMC team in it, probably perfect, really, because you can mm. literally just rock up in your civvy kit with your loadout that you've got for, for for your skirmish day, your plate carrier or your chest rig or whatever it is, whack a desert town baseball cap on, mate, or a 
something like that, or a black well, any baseball, old baseball cap. cap, any old baseball, baseball cap, cap, you know, or whatever, or a bandana yeah. with a, some with some cool ass looking shaded um, safety glasses, and you're good to go. Do you know what I mean? You are PMC to the max, hmm. nice and easy. So yeah, definitely, I enjoy it. It's good fun. See the thing I the thing I've found with PMC is that it's probably in my mind one of the more fun roles that you can you can do. So Civ Pop, from my experience, is generally fairly chaotic. Um, mm. I've not really kind of found any super organised Civ Pop uh, roles per se. Uh, task Force generally tends to be much the other way. So obviously it's very regimented. You know, you, you, you've effectively got your taskings. You know what you're meant to be doing. You've got your rules of engagement. Whereas PMC, I always find, is sort of that grey area in the middle where you kind of you've got rules of engagement and you've got your taskings and the like. But it's you know you've got the flexibility of the Civ Pop in that you can sort of mooch about and you mm. can do various sort of bit more of the interaction with characters whereas the, the task force role is effectively stay back or i'm going to shoot you um there's less it, it's not really a kind of yeah happy-go-lucky role task force <laughs> i've not found no. <laughs> um, I, I, I find pmc basically the the best of both worlds is is mm. is is if you haven't got them like it's PMC is perfect for someone literally just coming from a skirmish background. Um, they've they've got their nice M4, um, they've got a bit of kit, and then all they need to is he all right? <laughs> Showing off. Yeah, he is. Um, I didn't realise how yeah. noisy it was drinking that. That's why I muted it, and I thought I can't just unmute it and just keep. So I just thought I'd just drink it all. And be done with it. But, um, there we go. Delicious. It's great for someone just coming straight from a skirmish background because. They can wear civvy clothes. They don't have to go out and spend all this extra money on everything being MTP. Um, but they still get the slight regimental side of it. Um, I've never played a PMC role that's got um, like rules of engagement and things like that. It's all very much, yeah, if they annoy you, just shoot them in the leg. Yeah, I mean, per- like, perfect example of that was the Octo event just when, when I sort of like, um, I was on the Albion team, uh, which is basically like a, like a civ pop which had their land stolen, <laughs> incidentally, by a PMC contractor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to pick up PMC, yeah, as the good guys. Um, and we sort of went out as civvies, unarmed sort of thing, uh, and happened across a, a PMC sniper, and literally, literally just fucking two in the chest on both of us. And we were like, oh, we're unarmed. He's like, sorry, mate, rules from the boss. And it's just like, ah, there you go. It's completely <laughs> cutthroat. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. brutal, but brilliant. Yeah, love it at the same time. Oh. I didn't mean to do that. Did you do that? I can't do that. Andy's Andy's got admin <laughs> privileges still. Um, oh, from, look at Mike. Mike doesn't like that. In. He can't kick he me said, off. Did you hear the way you said it? Andy's got <laughs> yeah. admin privileges still. I forgot my username says rules of engagement as PMC. Uh, there is no overkill. There is only open fire and reload. I'm um, sorry, Mike. <laughs> Don't fine, take Andy. it away okay. from me. <laughs> That's fine. That's the first strike, so that's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> so, right, Lance, I'll tell you how to do it over the weekend. Gracias. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's talk about a few bits of kit initially. So, like clothing. So I've brought up the. Um, we've got this on our website. Um, so I believe that's actually Nick in the middle. Uh, I was going to say that's not you, Shout Mike. Out. That's not me. No, that's Nick. Um, it's not all about and me, Lance. So that's fine. It's all about you, Mike. Thank you, no, blimey. PMC loadout either. 
No, but that's the one you gave me as a PMC loadout. No, that's got a black hat on. Yeah. Got hat on. PMC hat. Boink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you want to do you want to talk us through? Well, I mean, you might as well talk us through all three in terms of the uh, sort of the general clothing. Yeah, I mean, me, it's, it's simple: tan trousers, black t-shirt, OD green rig. Uh, I did have the MP5; I've not got it anymore. Um, I've got an AK. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> yeah, and sort of, I tried to go with like a very covert earpiecey type thing, rather than a big set of cans or like a Bowman headset. Just to keep it a little bit more you know, for PID purposes, you know, that's a bit more close protection y sort of type thing, you know. So I thought I'd just go with that. Actually worked rather well. And I think uh underneath all that growth on my face, I think that's actually a throat mic with the earpiece. But you can't see it, which is handy. Just go like this. I'm not wearing any comms. Can I hear me still? That's not a throat <laughs> no, because you got you got your PTT on your. I was going to say yeah. Well, I, got, uh... I run I run dual comms and I so that's free oh, right. for okay, something cool. else. And I've, I usually run so throat comms and... for for teams. Ooh. Yes. So, and just a basic yeah, just a basic over jacket. That's just a waterproof like regatta. Uh, what's the name of it? Harrington type Harrington type jacket. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, it's a, it's much of a muchness really. I mean, like with PMC, it's it's such an it's it's such a diverse role. Um, the only thing I do try and tend to avoid is any camo pattern sort of clothing or if I did wear it it'd just be like a maybe like a camo shirt um, but then obviously you've got the OD green over the top and the tan bottoms and stuff like that maybe may um, but normally I'll just try and keep it as sort of neutral as possible and sort of you know. block colours doesn't it really yeah it's... block colours you mean you can go with your yeah. greys and things like that that's always good you know your grey bottoms and things like that that's always cool just try and, just try and avoid the camo patterns and you'll be absolutely golden yeah i think you can get away with camo trousers but that obviously depending on the event yeah possibly you can possibly probably get away with camo trousers but yeah most of the time i just wear tan trousers mm, mm. that's the best way to go if you can stick yeah. the od greens in your tans you're pretty much because it gives you an element of camouflage too as well you know you're not going running around in like a luminous blue tracksuit bottoms or something like that trying to be as civvy as possible <laughs> um, and then just completely giving yourself away. You know, you you still got that element of like, dull colours, yeah. but you're not so far as being camouflaged. You know what I mean? So, well, I mean that's um, <clears throat> that's really the the kind of highlight of PMC loadouts, isn't it? Because they don't really want to be identified as military. Because you know, ultimately, they're not military. I know they're private military contractors, but they're not a, a, a military force per se. They they quite often there as just close protection for mm. a target or you know. I know, I know in Airsoft it generally tends to be that they are a force that's kind of used to assassinate or take out groups. Um, yeah. I mean, a classic PMC a lot is... Of them, a lot of them like, are just um, bodyguards, basically. Yeah. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, a, a classic PMC look that's sort of developed through a couple of guys in movies wearing them is the flannel shirt, the the, the Czech, mm. the Czech uh, block flannel shirt. You know, it's like cartel members all suddenly wear... Like like um surfing dude shirts, you know what I mean? The big Hawaiian shirts of like Larry <laughs> Hawaiian <colours>. shirts. <laughs> yeah. Apparently all cartel members wear them. That's a given in Airsoft. If you're a cartel member, yeah, let's get on Amazon, let's get ourselves a Hawaiian shirt for a start. That's the first thing. I don't know why the I don't but know why is, the police just generally kind of like struggle to find these people because they are very, very colourful. <laughs> yeah. You could potentially go to a PM an event as a PMC member and you will have twenty guys there with tan bottoms on and flannel check shirts <laughs> with their rigs it looks, it looks cool as fuck I love it you know what I mean it's wicked but you, yeah it's like they're, you haven't got to all wear that you know <laughs> <laughs> you can't diverse you could be red t-shirt guy 
<laughs> so yeah so i mean ultimately you know clothing wise i'll summarize that up it, it's not really too rigorous uh, i would i would probably defer to what your event organizers because uh, ultimately their their say so is not purely down to we just want the pmc to be a certain color it's usually come down to to avoid having armbands on people um they, they yeah, want exactly, you know, yeah. enough visibility between the do the, the different factions to allow pid basically mm. they do, they just like don't want to they just don't want like four people coming to going oh we've just been shot bloody blah because we thought they were on our side but they're not and they're wearing this that and the other so i mean particularly the hats you know the hats is a big one you know because yeah. a lot of times you're looking up over something if you've just got like an mtp hat on like me here now you know they, they could take you as being jtf or something like that so i mean a lot of events if it's especially a summer one they'd insist like jtf you know you're wearing boonies or something else like that um pmc no boonie hats to be worn at all you can wear like baseball caps this and the other no helmets so you know it's a way of like pid and targets yeah it's like, you got, like your heads um, on display kieran just said a, a lot of uh events like especially the ones that i've been to recently where they've where they peer where they have a pmc Mm. Um, they've been quite adamant on um, flannel or plaid coloured like uh, shirts, and they're yep. not really bothered about what what trousers you or anything you wear, as long as you've got like a a flannel or plaid 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 checked lumberjack. I think plaid. it's check, plaid. Check plaid. Do. Yeah, check <laughs> shirt. Um, they don't really care. The squares, the yeah, squares, Scott, Scott the squares and the grids on it. The grid shirt. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's they're, they're, that seems to be the the main go to at the moment. I think for organisers, just because it makes life their life a little bit easier. Yeah. Sorry, I was going to sneeze. It's gone. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm just reading. I looked I mean, up at the Ryan, light. I was Ryan, like, please sneeze. <laughs> Ryan says um, for PMC, I'd go for a black polo, tan PC, tan bottoms, and a pair of jeans, or, or a yeah. pair of jeans. I mean, I think ultimately that's. Um, that's the very traditional PMC look, isn't it? You know, you, you've mm. got sort of tan, tan, and black T-shirt. Yeah. Um, watch, um, watch thirteen hours the Secret Soldiers of Benghazi for any inspiration on a uh, PMC loadout because that yeah, is yeah. a mm. wicked film. Thirteen hours, a is wicked, brilliant. a wicked yeah. film. Harry says I've had a, a lot of players model themselves on Obi Wan Nairobi. Uh, yeah. Craighead. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 They're folk skinny jeans, rocking. Um, on that, one, I read a fun fact that. today, just just as a, as an aside. But did you know that um, uh, you know who's the guy that plays Obi Wan Kenobi in Star Wars? Oh, oh who, uh, Alec Guinness, the old Star Wars, or the new guy? No, new one. Uh, 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 Ewan McGregor. Um, that's one. Ewan McGregor. So Ewan McGregor's got a brother that's in the RAF, and he's um, his call sign in the RAF is Ob Ob Two. Um, I just thought. Oh, he is. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Obi Wan yes, and Obi Two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it, it made me chuckle today at lunchtime when I read that. So, yeah. uh, Ray says, "If you don't dress like someone out of thirteen hours, you are doing PMC wrong." Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There you go. The dude in the shorts, uh, cargo shorts. That'd be a, that'd be a bold yeah, statement. Yeah. Forgot my username. Says I'm basing mine on SCP Overlord. Oh, okay, not familiar oh, with that. Okay. SCP Overlord. Mike's Googling. Google. Mike's, you yep. can tell Mike Googles. He's like, <laughs> Mike just goes, oh, okay, yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yes, I know exactly. Oh, no, no, I don't pretend to know what people are talking about. I'm, just, uh, I'm very quick at Googling. Um, Nick says, also check out Black Powder Red Earth for PMC. Look, 
Um, Black powder, red earth. Oh, nice one, Nick. Yeah, have a mate. Yeah. Rach says, if you wear skinny jeans, people should be allowed to throw rotten vegetables at you. <laughs> yeah. My jeans weren't skinny. It's because I've got so hench now that my legs are bigger. How about that, Rage? Or do I have to get yeah. bigger jeans? And he can make a lovely vegetable stew out of any rotten veg. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. And and you're not getting any of my salad that I make at the next event, Rage. So no, 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 no. How do you like them apples? <laughs> Um, let's talk about we've, we've, we've sort of skip over headwear because um, I mean we, we've kind of established that headwear is like the, the PMC baseball cap um, I've got to get bigger jeans according to Rage sorry Rage <laughs> I'll get bigger jeans <laughs> do we think there's any other sort of headwear I mean would, would we say that uh, helmets are uh, um, suitable for PMC role well they use them um, in 13 hours mm. so I would oh, say you yes. wear a helmet yeah especially for night if you're running odds at night it's just you know I mean, at the end of the day, this whole PID stuff, I mean, it's an event, you, you, you just got to be aware of where your teams are. And just don't yeah. go randomly just shooting shit because it's in a bush and it's like moved because you're not going to know. Then after it's going, oh, sorry. Oh, I don't know. Don't fucking do that. You but if you're just doing, know where your teams are. Yeah. If, you're a PM, <laughs> if, you, if you're a PMC and you're going out on a combat patrol, you're going to wear, you're, you're literally going to wear body armor and uh, a hard hat. Well, yeah, hat. if it's required, you know I mean? then yeah, you absolutely. Would... <laughs> <Of course you're laughs> all these private military contractors yeah, yeah. that got it wrong. I'm actually here to build strap. a tower. Yeah. yeah. But do you know what I mean? If you're going to get shot at, you're going to put as much protection on as possible. You're not just going to walk up yeah. and go, I've got a baseball cap. Piss off. Yeah. I can, go, I can literally go full PMC now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> PMC. Go Civvy. Civ pop. Back in Civ pop mode. <laughs> That'd be quite a cool yeah. hat, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, Sith yeah. pop, and then PMC on the other side, just turning around. <laughs> yeah. I, I've genuinely, there's a lot of uh, American groups that have um, big civilian patches and stuff like that, that, that like literally just says civilian because, like, when there are events and stuff, you know, all Americans generally. Well, it seems that all these American events, there's, um, you, you, you see all these riots and stuff like that where people are wearing body armor and, and rifles and stuff like that, uh, uh, family gatherings and going out for lunch and stuff like that. Sometimes, don't you? Well, Please American tell me you know what I'm it, talking it? about. <laughs> uh, there are no. there are definitely some states where this, this seems to be a very common occurrence, and there are people. Well, people go out rocking like, like plate carriers, plate carriers for lunch. that say civilian and stuff like that. Yeah. Why? I've definitely Why seen just not wear the plate carrier on the internet. On, Mind on, you, the way it's going, I think everyone should be wearing plate carriers out oh, there. Bloody Nora. Just going out for a meal, like genuinely. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a classic photo of somebody standing in the queue of like a, a cafeteria or something like that with like four pistols and just magged up and then like um, I think I'm pretty certain they were wearing a plate carrier. I'd be terrified if I saw that because obviously I'm not you're not we're not around it are we? We don't see that sort of. No. Thing. I mean that, to them that's probably like the everyday like the norm. Mm. I would literally shit my pants and just be like Texas I don't want to be cool. here on holiday. Texas <laughs> is pretty open, pretty relaxed. I literally I was walking through. Uh, a town in Texas, I can't remember which one it was, and he literally had an AR-15, literally, boom, like that, with a with a pistol. And I, I I'd be past, terrified. I like, I'd be like, "That's amazing." I'd be like, "What the fuck?" I want to touch The only place I go to America <laughs> is like somewhere just out in the sticks, like go and visit like Montana and just go off the beaten track a bit. The further away from Americans I could get, the better. But being America, <laughs> I think that's probably best for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go Canada. Canada's. Br- 
Yeah, but they can Canada's still walk around with guns place, in Canada, can't they? According to Mike, no, they've they've banned all that. What Canada, it? the suburb of Washington? According yeah, to yeah, Mike. that one, <laughs> yeah. that Canada. Yeah, I can go there. My... That one. Geographical skills are not great. Hi, Will. Uh, thanks for joining. Um, hello, Will. Hello, mate. Okay, so a question on uh, we've kind of covered clothing, headwear, load carrying. So we've obviously talked about plate carriers. Do we think that a PMC yeah, role yes, would generally would generally rather um, generally run? A harness setup, or do you think it's always going to be a plate carrier setup? Or perhaps, perhaps neither. Maybe, maybe it's literally just like if you're doing a uh, close protection, carry you're not running around in a whole load of. Well, not necessarily concealed carry, but you might just have a rifle on, on a sling, perhaps. Well, yeah. I mean, like, again, it's it, it would vary. I'm guessing if you're just doing depending on what's required. If you're if you're going out for a bit of a yomp sort of thing for whatever reason, then I'm guessing you'll be wearing a chest rig backpack no no not too dissimilar than what jtf would be wearing if they were doing whatever it is they're doing you know but if you're only doing like a little got to go and do a meet and greet or rv with these people there you might just have a few guys there that are carrying sidearms perhaps maybe one with a couple of longs um and be very very minimal kit i think it all depends on the sort of the situation that you're in at the event really you know i, I certainly don't go cutting around in all my kit 100 percent of the time you know as soon as you can take some of your kit off and do you know, you know, just rock cutting about in a little shooter's belt. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's got everything you need on it. You know, you've got your sidearm, you're long, and a couple of mags. Then, but for PMC, that's perfect because a lot of time you will be occupying buildings and this, that, and the other, and watching deals go down. You know, you're not going to be out. You're not going to be fighting, taking ground, and things like that. You know, it, it, you're you're in a different sort of setup to them, to like yeah, JTF some, and not four. Yeah. Well, it lit, like like you said, it all yeah, like they also said, a shooter's belt and a leg platform, maybe absolutely, mate. Yeah, it all depends on the situation. Mm. Keep like it modular. I said, like I said, you know, don't. Yeah. I wouldn't have all your kit. I wouldn't have like a plate carrier with your pistol holster and out on it and, and all your stuff on it. Oh no, no. Yeah, I'd definitely just... try and keep it so you've got like a lightweight, uh, like chest rig and a shooter's belt. Yeah. Uh, so you'd so always you... have your, you'd always have your first line, which is your belt, wasn't it? And yeah, yeah. I, I think ninety percent of the time you you'll be you'd have your sidearm on yeah. you anyhow, regardless. I mean that's a given yeah. for for majority of roles yeah. really. I mean JTF more so, you know, keeping your main on you at all times really. But if, you know, PMC, you know, mm. I hate to say like a little bit more loosey-goosey, but you're not as regimented, you know what I mean? Right. So if you're it's in like a compound and you've got your pistol on you, it's the, probably a primary thing to go yeah. to, you know. Some of the smaller ones, like they'll just have in a backpack, wouldn't they? No, I've seen them literally <clears throat> exactly, walking around yeah. with a bit, like with nothing well, on them. What is that backpack? Got, got I've seen it advertised in the US where it's like a bag, and then they just pull a cord and it turns into a plate carrier. Flips that does look pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> But back to school. Transformer. Back to school back, back. Oh, my lunch is falling out. Oh, oh my, my sandwiches. <laughs> oh, shit. My sandwiches. <laughs> that would be better piss me off, man. If I just ditched my lunch all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. Look at my new bag. How cool it is. Oh, fuck. I forgot. That's soup. That's soup. <laughs> soup. I'm going to sneeze. Woohoo! <laughs> Or even funny, you pull the cords and oh god, I accidentally brought my parachute and just fly away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just launch you. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, just wanted to share this picture, which is. Um, just hide that. So these are three private military contractors um, that are real. These these are real guys uh, doing a real steel job. Um, so body armor wise, you know, ultimately it's not a big overt plate carrier. It might be mm. um, sort of a slightly more concealed vest system or, or, or something like that. But mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's ultimately, you know, that's PMC right there. They they are doing that for real. So yeah. I love that. 
I love the look of the dude on the right with the AK. He looks literally like he's just gone down to the shops. He's well, got, to me, do you know what? He looks, like, he looks like he's like he's someone's just, just like, do you mind if I have a picture with you, lads? And not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mate, hold this. Jump in. It's, I don't probably, know, he looks a bit out of place. Yeah, he's probably uh, like he's probably the hardest man on the world. <laughs> like, he kill you by looking you at You can make in the background there, look behind the guy on the left, is like, can you three yeah. get out of the way so I can back out, please? <laughs> yeah. Standing in front Trying of the car. Like you're literally bucking my car. In. <laughs> but he does. He just uh, looks this so is normal, doesn't he? This is from Iraq. Um, so this was uh, just just if anyone's interested um, in terms of the setting. It's cool, so, yeah, yeah. But it's a basic basic setup, isn't it? You know, the clothing, you know, neutral block colours, nothing too yeah. garish. It's like kind no. of a mix of everything because matey on the left's got a, a drop leg, <laughs> and it looks like. Sorry, Stephen White has said the fellow on the left's got two heads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My name is Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Who's that behind you? Who? Oh, him. Don't worry about him. <laughs> oh, Kieran says the one on the right apparently is Tucker Carlson, a reporter. Oh, okay. Oh. So it's quite possible he is just a fresh-faced, can I have yeah. a picture with you and can I hold a rifle? Uh, Run and Kieran. Yeah. Okay. Well, there okay. you go. I was going nice. to say, he doesn't look. he doesn't look like a... We just I'll, yes. I'll come it's, and have a, it's like asking for an ice cream, isn't it? Can I hold your gun? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's matey's gun. And he's just gone to his car. He's like, "Where's my fucking AK gone?" Yeah. <laughs> he's looked over. Oh, he's got it, yeah. the one in the middle. I got it. He's I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a dad's um, neighbourhood watch group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna die now. These people are gonna come for us. Get out. He just comes in with that bold statement. Oh no, don't. Um, right, so riffs. Do we think there are certain riffs that you would use for a PMC role? Does it generally I, tend to be... I'm going to caveat that with... Does it generally tend to be certain riffs? So it might be, right, we're going to run an MP5 kind of uh, Western yeah. rifles. Is it... Is it um, AKs as more like a, a, a Russian sort of op for look, or, or are we talking about um, maybe long guns over short guns, or SMGs, or a kind of more uh, lightweight setup? What do we think? I don't think you see many. There, there must be PMC guys that run uh, support weapons like LMGs and things like that. Yeah, doing but thirteen I, I hours. Think... Yeah, so it's allowed. <laughs> Everything gets referenced to thirteen hours. Thirteen right? hours. But I don't think there's many. That. I don't think there's many lads that do, and I think they're mainly like either AKs or it seems to be what a lot of them use. Well, it's it's going to be what they can readily they get hold of, soldiers, isn't, it? isn't it? And I'm sure they're not going to be wanting to spend loads and loads and loads. So Stephen Whitehead, Gadge said, in-country firearms tend to be the flavour. Yep. Yeah. So depending on where they are, you know, an awful lot of the work in the last sort of decade or so has been. Afghan and that for the PMC yeah. teams for companies like that in, in Iraq and you know obviously the go-to out there has been the AK isn't it and variants of it so I'm guessing they've been that's played a huge part in um in their sort of in sort of like their armor uh, their armories but also you uh, can get when they've been out there magazines and rounds throughout the world it's not mm. it it's the only weapon that's literally worldwide isn't it yeah but I mean they um, I mean a lot of them they they travel into country and they have to secure weapons in in the country, in country yes, didn't so. they? So you know, if they went to a a, a dealer out there, it is unlikely that he's going to have sort of like twelve Heckler and Cock MP5s brand new in their crates. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have twelve 
relatively good condition AKs, perhaps. Yeah, and that's what they've got to deal with. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm guessing. I can't back that up. <laughs> so, from an airsoft perspective, though, because obviously, you know, well, anything well, goes, well, isn't it? Really, realism within reason. Be, uh, do you think yeah. it's more of a, um, a long gun, or do we think it's more sort of lightweight SMGs? Pistols. I think it's down to the personal. I yeah. think it's down to personal choice. I think the the more variance you can have, the better it is. For a, from a PMC point of view, from my my, if someone turns around and says, "Oh, I thought it was it was JTF because he's got an M4," it's just, don't be so ridiculous. You know what I mean? That that shouldn't really come into it at all. Um, yeah, I, I, I personally for me, I love using my AK because it looks cool. Do you know what I mean? It looks it's a cool look. It looks like it's a cool looking weapon for that for that type of role you know it looked quite odd if it was in like your full sort of mtp kit you know and you're with 10 other guys who've all got m4 type platforms and you're there with your ak that's, that's a bit odd but um you know for a, for a pmc loadout i think anything goes you know a, a great mixture of uh of a lot of smgs you know an ak you know armor light sort of platform type things maybe a couple of shotties in there it's all good everyone's got varying sidearms oh, shotgun yeah yeah one lunatic must have a, there must be a six shooter in there. Some some lunatics yeah. brought along, <laughs> or two. two Probably be Wayne, shooters. I'd imagine, would bring that. <laughs> no flint, no flint locks though. So. No, that's it. Yeah, sorry, tell. <laughs> well, interestingly, uh, Terry's actually uh, said I nearly did a contract in Iraq where the company didn't have any kit for them at all. Um, Is that hence why he nearly wow. did it? <laughs> when he found out they had no kit, it was like uh, yeah, it's just yeah, no, yeah. it's not. Sorry, I can't make that one. That's... So he got back on his horse and jumped on the ship and then they sailed yeah, away. Back on the back on the galleon and just said bastards and went back to back to Waterloo where the real action was. Um Stephen Stephen says, How are they expecting that to work out, Terry? So it would be interesting to find out. And Terry just said yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you would be right. This yes. is why I did not go. The end. <laughs> we got issued stones and slippers. <laughs> An aggressive slipper slap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's usually. Said, I challenge you to a duel. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could hit the stones with a slipper at them. And we're like, <laughs> apparently, it was a uh, Department of Defense contract. Oh. Well, so. well, screw them then for not supplying yeah. kit. Mm. You know. Their loss is our gain, obviously, Terry. Lovely to still have you with us. Yeah, I, like, I like Steve. Do you, <laughs> you, to do you think... I expect you to die, Mr. <laughs> um, do you think there's a place for um, like full ghillie setups as a PMC role? Nope. No, not really. No. I, know it, I know it is allowed, but I don't really think it should be. No, I, I don't know. Um, I would. I you wouldn't. I don't, I don't know if PMC contractors do that sort of stuff. Uh, I think if you're gilling up, you're not a PMC. You're just an assassin at that point, aren't you? You're just John Wick in a ghillie suit. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, I think. I think ultimately, a lot of PMC roles are generally that they're not probably PMC. They're probably more hired guns, if that makes sense. Mm. More hired killers, because I think. You know, ultimately, a lot of PMC it, it is generally bodyguard and protection work and stuff like that. Effectively, you know, they, they exactly. are bodyguards. You're not going to be putting rifles. in a close target recce or anything like that, or observing a position or anything as no. a PMC contractor. They bring contractors in for like you know 
moving money about and things like that and you know close protection and and stuff you know um... I mean not that you wouldn't see a sniper rifle on the um on the field I mean Terry says snipers are just overwatch so you you're likely to have snipers oh, there yeah. um but would they gilly up probably not I wouldn't have thought no. I don't know I don't know I mean in the interest of airsoft I'll probably turn to for the, just for again coming back to PID and the only times you really see a full ghillie sniper is on JTF or or, or a force on force op four mm. um, sort of faction. I, I, I'm guessing that organisers would sort of tend to say sort of like no, not really. You know, maybe a bit of natural camo when you're out there or a scrim net over your rifle or something like that. But I certainly I probably sort of steer clear of a full ghillie setup for a for a for a PMC like sharpshooter or something like that. That's yeah. not to say you can't have a sniper rifle, but I'd certainly steer clear of um, probably having a full ghillie. No, it's like what Dale said. Like if you're going off of films or series or anything like that, which is what a lot of the storylines are. Really, well, yeah, yeah. so break uh, Ghost Recon and, and games like that, you are effectively a, a, a PMC in that role, and you can full ghillie up. So just to give a, a reference point to the counter-argument there. But uh, I, I would agree with you personally. That's I only, think that yeah, that's are... only one out of many. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree many, with you. Many, I, many, I, I think many, 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 many <laughs> I, would, I would say that ultimately, you know, you're you're not there in a um, covert position, basically. So. No, that's right. Yeah, there you go. John's, John says there'd be more uh, overt than covert. So. Cool. Uh, what do we think on rucksacks and load-carrying? Love them. Cool. I love a rucksack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beautiful. As I said, like I've I've seen um, series and like um, like docu docu films and things like that, where they've literally they've had uh, an MP7 or something, or a small SMG in a backpack, and that's all they've that's all they've had. Um, yeah, certainly having a little go-to bag. That's it. Yeah, just chuck your bag mm. down, and that's it. You've got a good to uh, go something with something with full auto capability again um, perhaps maybe keeping it if you can keeping it sort of neutral colors if you do yeah. run it even like a like a like a little civvy like hiking day sack sort of pack or i mean i don't suppose it take, makes much difference really i mean cross a bag at the end of the day yeah um, bum bags or fanny packs as they call fanny them packs my States. little glittery fanny yeah. pack that'd be beautiful color mark fives in there delicious um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like a like a forty litre assault pack, something like that. That should be more than adequate for a sort of like your yeah. PMC sort of grab bag for the day. If you're, it depends on what type of event it is. Do you know what I mean? If you're um, if you're going to be leaving your main harbour area or your main building and going and being stationed somewhere else to oversee something that's going on or something, and you you might not need the, all that kit. That obviously, like a like a JTF guy who might be out on the ground like a few hours longer than you, you know, putting in an OP and then coming back out after it. You know, you're not going to need half as much kit. Plus, you'd be getting in and out of vehicles again that could be a ball lake so yeah it's just it's, it's just sort of like thinking about what you're doing in, yeah. the, in the sort of situation or the, or the tasking that you've been given but also if you are kind of like trying to blend in with a a civ pop maybe having a tactical bag would make you stand out maybe just mm. an ordinary nike mm. bag yeah sports or bag, or bag or sports bag would just it would look better if you're just trying to walk from be the grey man, a, be gray man. A, a to b so, lastly, because uh, I'm conscious we want to get onto the Octo debrief, um, do you think that there would be? I'm going to kind of sum up these last two points in two. So, would there be any difference in sleep or shelter systems? And in terms of accessories, would you wear anything that's different from a TF role? Um, maybe taking different clothes if you want to blend with Civ Pop, perhaps, or something like that. 
What do you guys think on that from? Um, I'd say sleeping. Uh, a PMC would have more comfortable digs than what a JTF person would have. Right, if you're getting paid so would you? I mean, because this is this was the argument I thought when I sort of posed the question in my head is, do you think that a a PMC role would be rocking up with bashers, for example? Chances would be slim, I would say. It, I mean, depending on, it depends on the site, doesn't it? Really, I mean, it depends if you're a PMC and you're and you're coming into like the urban area of the site, but there doesn't mm. happen to be that many sort of buildings that could hold people to sleep in very well, then you might not have any choice. But um, certainly, if you say, for example, um, Tuddenham, let's take Tuddenham for an example. If you was a PMC team there, there's a high chance that you're going to be in and around them buildings and. It's going to be the JTF that are going to be out in the woods, sort of getting OPs put in on you. So yeah, yeah you yeah. you would be nine times out of ten because that's the role. Again, it go, it all goes back to the role of what a PMC sort of contract would be doing. It's nine times out of ten, it is quite urban, unless a meeting or something's taking place. Then they would travel out to that location and 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 sort of infill and exfill. They wouldn't, you know, they they're not put out on the ground as sort of like boots on the ground. If you know what I mean, that sort of mm-hmm. like force on force. They are there to do the other sorts of jobs that mm. that that are, that, are, that sort of like the JTF and that, that can't sort of carry yeah. out so that's what they need people like organisers need to remember when they, when they put a PMC role in because sometimes it can be a bit odd I mean I've been to an event with PMC and it's just been like well, why are we doing this this isn't really PMC and we are sort of doing force on force but we're just doing our civvies really yeah you know. <laughs> and I think that's where it gets blurred so there's sometimes. a fine line there is a fine line yeah. You know, it's, you you do have to have, make sure the taskings and that are in place for for that sort of PMC role to take place and to be successful. I think. Evening, Ed. Hello, mate. Evening. But yeah, Kip Kieran wise, says. Sorry, Kieran says tie a stuffed teddy to the front of your plate carrier, just like lorry drivers do. <laughs> yeah, <that's> <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, I mean, shelter system and stuff. I mean, it is what it is at the end of the day. I mean, you know, yeah, at the end of the day, you've got to be comfy. You've got to be dry. If you take that, you take that. It's it's it is what it is. I, w- I would say that you're more likely to be allowed more comfortable, like a tent. Like they'll say in your area, you can have a tent. It doesn't have to be camoed. It doesn't have to be hidden away. Mm. Your PMC, where everyone knows where you are. Yeah, I mean, in, in the nicest it's... possible way. Sometimes at some events, your your sort of area that you're occupying it is. It, a tasking for JTF may be to put an overwatch in on it so they do want yeah. you to be there and they do want you to be sort of going about your business and you know because they want to they want to be able to observe and sort of the movements and things like that what's going on around your sort of harbour or fob or the building you're occupying so in a way although you're out in the open it's helping the event along yeah definitely at the same time you know so which is always good what about kit then do we do we think that there's um you, you carry anything differently or Maybe less equipment. Maybe you I'd don't say, have. I'd a, certainly say a less equipment. Riff. I'd certainly say, like from an explosives point of view, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say there'd be an awful, a, a large amount of pyrotechnics really for a PMC role. Right. Maybe one or two smokes, but I wouldn't. Re- or maybe a bang. You know, um, and certainly not like comms kit. Um, again, the minimal security, like the, the like the minimal headset, in ear head mm. pieces, and things like that. And, you know, trying to avoid the big bowmans and stuff like that. If possible, um, especially on, on like lids and stuff at night time, it's just another indicator. Otherwise, isn't it? So if you can keep and, and obviously mm. during the day, it just it just looks a, it looks the part, doesn't it? You know, 
you're trying to stay sort of covert and 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 very minimal kit you know if you're walking around with just a shooter's belt and a pistol on but then you've got a massive set of cans and a big boom mic and it's just like mm. and a massive whip antenna coming big out whip antenna sticking out yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like well that's not really yeah mm. see i no. say that I, I, mean, I, I agree with that but also i don't because also as well because i wear um i wear my peltors a lot um because of being in the construction industry my earring Oh, if you've got to wear them for, yeah, if, bad. You, if that, then that's um, fair enough. So I try to wear it. But obviously, if there's some events where I know that I'm not going to be in a building, if it's like a woodland game, for example, I'm not probably not going to wear them because I know that I'm not going to have to go in a building and I'm not going to have a pyro drops at my foot. Mm. So it's a bit of, if I'm going into a building or if it's an urban game, then yeah, I'd, I'd probably choose to wear mine just mainly for the... Mm. For or the like, if, if, for example, but, if we're in a bunker system. Yeah. yeah, I did not take those off at all. No, absolutely not. That would that would have been death to your yeah. ears. But yeah, but yeah, it, that, that, I like reckon that. it'd just be small bits and bobs that would yeah. change. I don't think it would be too drastic, but you know, I think you'd certainly reduce the amount of kit you took mm-hmm. um, as a whole. Kept kept it very minimal, and um, on, on, on like whatever chest rig or plate carrier is you're running, you know. I've not seen too yeah. many pictures or of, of like. Apart from thirteen hours, where they where the shit hits the fan. See, that's quite good actually because there's you see do two different sides. Of them, didn't you? you see the yeah the, you got the, the bit. There's a bit that they go out for that meeting up. at lunch. Yeah, and there's sort of four or five and go out and they literally just got side arms to set in the other and some minimal kit. But then when the shit kicks off, that's when the old the big metal cage lockers open up. <laughs> like commando, <laughs> just fucking putting guns everywhere, uh, belts of ammo and fucking helmets on. Like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know, it's like a complete flip of the coin, you know. Is, and again, yeah. it's it's situation dependent, isn't it? You know, we are about to get overrun by thousands of bad guys. Bring out all the yeah, stuff. What you're gonna, yeah. Let's <laughs> use it quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make the lots of bad guys few bad guys. And I've watched it. I must have watched that film three or four times now, and I it always it. gets me the bit where the guy drops the grenade launcher, and I'm like, "Oh, you've dropped it." Look behind you! Before you get in a car, you twat, look behind you! No! And then they realise when they're back, it's like, if only you had that. <laughs> Rach makes a good point that he, he would argue that if you're in a country that isn't safe, you'd be wearing armour as it's getting as getting shot. It's a bad time. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, certainly wearing um, like a plate carrier or something, but obviously the minimal foliage and bits and bobs that are on it, I, that that mm. was more, more what I was meaning, keeping that to a minimum. Yeah. I would say. Also, as well, like you're in vehicles and things. Um, mm. if, yeah, if the event's got vehicles, yeah, you're in and out. Yeah, if you're in a normal vehicle, then you're going to get hung up really easy. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, Ryan, Ryan was apparently um, doing an X recently. Uh, dry, it was a driving exercise, and the webbing setup made his life hard. Mm. So, definitely, running smaller kit day sack uh, only makes your life much easier. Yeah, definitely, hundred like percent. Especially yeah, when getting 100%. out of vehicles. Uh, Terry, apparently, one of his instructors wrote a book about his PMC days, Highway to Hell. It's quite a good Ooh. book, apparently. Oh. Um, so look out for go that. and check oh, that out. Look at that. Um, forgot is my username. Is, is it inaudible? Is it inaudible? Yeah. Is it inaudible? No, being dyslexic sucks. You can't hear it. Um, Let me have a look. Uh, forgot I'll my username. Uh, with regards to those PMC, he said he said bet they wish they brought sunglasses. Um, and he pulled a quote of "can't bag that up," which is, I think, what you were saying, Lance. Sorry, mate. He's not I was looking now. for highway to hell. 
Yeah, so am I. <laughs> Terry, what was your instructor's name? Was it Max Bralia? Bralia. Can you survive? No, that's can you survive the zombie apocalypse? Highway to hell. Not that one then. Yeah, I'll I would have three. heard. But may also be a good book. We can't comment on that. Yeah. Yes, I've no idea. Give us his, give us his name. Because I found three uh, on Audible. Well, while he's doing that, should we roll into our Octo 8 debrief? I'm conscious of the time. So, Lance, tell us about Octo 8's event. What was it? Who were you doing? Who were you doing? What were you Who doing? Was doing well, anyone. I meant as in, I meant as in was, what, his like... His name was Simon. <laughs> <laughs> I meant as in like who who were you meant to be in that role? Not so, not like Yeah. yeah. Just right. get, get Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Octo I think it was I wanna say is it was it Fuego two? Fuego, I can't remember the name of the op now. Mm-hmm. I think it was that. Um I've had a few sleeps since the since that weekend. Um yeah, it's at Battle Lakes, uh, Gunman, Battle Lakes, great site, awesome site. It's got lakes on it, hence the name. Um and we were I was in the Albion team which is like a civvy, sort of like a a mining colony village type thing. Um, and it was set in South America, but like in like a British territory-ish like place, if you like. So there's lots of very British things um, that are sort of like uh, pastimes and that that have gone on there and sort of, they've sort of become the norm. Um, and we were a, we were sort of basically kicked out of our mining area for um, mining this uh, precious metal by the Phoenix PMC team. Um, so we literally just hated their guts, wanted them dead. Da, 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 da. <laughs> JTF were there, obviously. To um, and these 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 PMC were the good guys, yeah. These PMC, lovely guys, <laughs> lovely bunch of guys. Oh, yeah, <laughs> met them many times. Actually, used to be one. <laughs> I was on. That was one of the reasons because I've I've usually do go Phoenix PMC, uh, and it is great fun. I love playing that role. But I just thought, do you know what? I fancy a change, but I didn't want to do the complete dirty on them by going over to JTF. So I thought, do you know what? I want to go middle of the road and be Albion civvy guy. Ended up killing the PMC team probably more than the JTF lot did out of the whole weekend, which is all good fun. You know, it's all good jest and stuff like that. But um, so yeah, so that was our, our our remit for the weekend was to basically just get the PMC out. You know, we want our mind back. We want to start making our money, get our town back. Blah blah blah. JTF were there doing their bits and bobs. Um, possibly on our side, possibly weren't at times. Um, and then obviously you had the PMC guys. Uh, 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 quite a few times were actually engaging us in a firefight and then the JTF would obviously start engaging them because obviously they need to get somewhere and you know it just so happened that both of us were taking the PMC out for our own gains we just did it because we hated them and as soon as we saw them we just opened up on them um, which was great fun you know uh, and there was some decent I'd say the Tarskins were a bit light for our side for our team for Albion um we had a couple of bits and bobs that we had to sort of like move into different areas and like like, like, the, like the village area at Battle Lakes and that we had to move in secure that um, and there's a couple of meetings that went on and things like that with uh, with either PMC basically they they were the JTF had them cornered and they had to buy passports off of us to get them out of the country so we were sort of like trying to organise yeah. passport deals and things like that which turned out to be ambushes and things like that just to, just to take a couple of more of them out of the game um, which was quite fun but um but on the whole, I must admit, it, we the the taskings for the Albion were a little bit lackluster. Um, but didn't really take away from the game. The game was still great, um, and obviously we was able to assist JTF with some of their taskings as well, which was cool. Um, so we weren't really waiting around too much 
with a sort of like twiddling our thumbs or anything like that. You know, there was there was always sort of things going on. Um, it just took a little bit of time for that to 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 sort of start flowing. I mean, uh, which was the Saturday. The Sunday was um, it, it it played out a lot better. It was a lot smoother gameplay on the Sunday, and then obviously finishing a sort of like a good crescendo at the end. You know, it's a good firefight and as they always do um, at the Octo events. But um, but yeah, I mean, from from my point of view, uh, would I say it was the best Octo I've been to? No. But certainly, I wouldn't say it was like terrible or anything like that. It was a good event. It was a good, solid event. It was nice to be back there because I've not been for about a year and a half for one reason or another, and I've, I've been able to attend them for various things. So it was lovely to get back there. Lovely to see Josh and the guys. Um, Vern wasn't there, unfortunately. I believe oh, he, was, he was away playing fucking pirates somewhere, which made me very cross. <laughs> I think a lot of people were cross that Vern wasn't there. Um, but yeah, it was like I say, Baz was there, Josh, the guys, and that. I can't remember the gentleman's name who was there this time round, sort of taking on Vern's role, bless him. Um, but yeah, he done he done great, um, and also you know familiar faces from the PMC team and stuff like that, and obviously the socials in the evening. So I think we indexed on on the Saturday about half four, five ish. I think it's about half four, and then it's obviously all back to the all back to the tents, barbecues out, beers out, you know, got the steaks on the grill, and then just so uh, yeah, a nice chill. And uh, drunk the night away with a few beers, and then crashed out and had a good night's sleep because I was exhausted from work. Because I went, obviously, I worked Friday night and then drove yeah, straight yeah. there, drove home, picked the truck up, and then headed straight down. Luckily, I'm only about half an hour from Battle Lake, so it's, um, I was lucky. But um, I saw Paulus Wales was there, so I've got to give him a huge shout out. Thank you for that, my little. I don't know if you can see it. There we go. It's on the mic stand, mate. JTF sending regards. <laughs> and then Flo, I met her, the one that you met in the kebab queue at. Um, oh yeah, yeah. NAF. Yeah. So I met her, we had a great chat, and we had a bit of food around the barbecue. Uh, she's an absolute character, mate. She's probably one of the she's best characters to have on Civi Pop. Uh, just hilarious. I mean, I can't remember if it was a JTF or whether it was a PMC, but she got shot. Basically, she had a she had a, she had had a concealed training knife behind her back, or up her belt, or up her T-shirt, or something like that. And literally, this PMC dude shot her. And she's like, well, can you medic me back in? I'm not, even, I'm not even armed. You know, I've got nothing on me. I've just got my bag on. Oh, okay, yeah, no worries like that. Literally, as soon as he finished tying the bandage, she, this knife went just straight up. And she was just like, right, come with me. And he was just like, oh, you are kidding. <laughs> it was, it was, fa- oh, mate, it was, I wish I'd seen it. I wasn't there, unfortunately, but I got told about it afterwards. And I was like, that is awesome. That was such well a cool done, move. Bro. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, credit to herself. She was brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was uh, cool sign, obviously, cool sign Chewbacca. Me and him had a, an interesting exchange. Um, oh, he's a sneaky bastard. He really is. <laughs> um, with that, with that LMG as well, he he, he he can move. He's a big guy, and he can move with that LMG. He's, you know, he's, he's got pace, and he's got he just ducks in and out. And it's like, yeah, we had a, we had a good little exchange um, for after a while. But I think he's maybe he's mag jammed or something like that. But um, the the DMR saw him through in the end. <laughs> got that ping hit. Yeah, so it was all good. But yeah, overall, that's um, how you did me as well, wasn't it? It was LMG the fu- DMR. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he, yeah. Seems to, he seems yeah. to have a vendetta against them. <laughs> yeah, it's just it just homes in. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I, overall, you know, great event. You know, it's a great site. Uh, Josh with his briefings, you know, outstanding. Always makes them funny. The debriefs at the end of each game day as well. He tells us how the story's progressed, or things that may have happened, or things he wants to remind us of. A um, couple of bits he's going to change for the next event. Um, but yeah, on the whole. Uh, it was great to see. I mean, literally, I think the JTF were in, were entire Nofo listeners, which was awesome. That was always good to see wow, Terry and Les and Danny yeah. and Wayne and John and all the boys and that. It was great. I uh, saw uh, uh, got to saw um, uh, Barry and uh, Oakley 
the gun boys was there so that was nice to see them i think we captured them at one point we've got a couple of pictures of them so um so yeah that was good it was good all good cool yeah thoroughly enjoyed the event i did thoroughly enjoy it so you mentioned that it possibly wasn't i don't want to pick up on the only negative thing that you said but you mentioned possibly it wasn't the the best uh octo event you've done do you think that's because of the role that you were doing or do you think do you know what faction, i was literally or... about to say that's probably the reason why because obviously it's a civilian pop uh team that i was on um i mean i don't really know what sort of tasking you can really give i i, I suppose i'm too i've got two like, jtf yeah. in my head or, or or pmc do you know what i mean i've that's, i've done too many events with them thinking right okay next tasking what's this now now we're gonna get a briefing or something in a minute and blah 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 but being civ pop it's different so maybe that's like more reflection on me rather than the actual event do you know what I mean? Sort of hindsight, yeah, really thinking, thought. well, well, what sort of tasking can we get given now? You know, we've we're trying to take our village back. We just got we got to kill these dudes when we see them, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, lure them into ambushes and that, which I'm guessing which is what we've pretty much been doing. Um, which is cool. You could I mean, do things you know, like sabotage. Um, I suppose yeah. There's 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 elements riots, of that we could do. Like that. You can always just be a nuisance, couldn't you? As mm. Civ. Well, that's what um, we did like at some points. So we actually down tool like me and Ryan. We did a little bit of like um sort of like close target recce, down our kit, walking around the woods. I think our horse was missing at one point. I can't remember. What, I can't <laughs> Look at those owls. No, <laughs> we weren't owls. We, I don't know why we chose horse. We chose a horse this time. We were looking for my horse. I can't remember what its name was. Um, but that sort of got us so far. Um, and then we actually, yeah, this was actually really good. So me and Ryan was walking up this track and we was calling this bloody horse's name out. And then we stopped and then the uh, PMC sniper came out, gillied up, funny enough. And he was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? We were like, we're looking for my horse. What's your, what's, what's your problem? He's like, oh, you shouldn't be like that. And then John from JTF come walking up through the woods and said so the sniper's dropped in, boom, boom, like that. And we were like, whoa, what are you doing? You're the one pushing, we're unarmed, blah, 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 blah. He's like, well, come in and talk to me. Did we need to talk to you about something? I was like, okay. So we leant down on this little bank, chatting away to him. He's like, oh, have you got any passports for sale? And I was like, oh, God, here we go again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Someone else looking for passports. I was like, well, how many do you need? He's like, well, how many have you got? I'm like, well, that, that's not the question. How many do you need? <laughs> I know how many I know how many I've got, but how many do you need? And he's like, oh, we need loads. Okay, right, this, that, and all of a sudden, he's, boom, and he got shot by, by one of our stuff, by a sniper on the far side. He's just like, oh, mate, you two are bullet magnets. <laughs> like, oh, we've got, we've got to get out of here. Everyone's getting shot. Oh, me and Ryan, we just sort of wandered off. Completely not scripted or planned. It just so happened that there was a JTF sniper just got into position, and this, uh, this PMC, like, enemy sniper revealed himself and walked over to us, and we are just sort of like, um, Yeah. <laughs> You're dead. We're gonna go go and looking for my horse now. Sorry, <laughs> no passports well, for you, happened. dead man. <laughs> but yeah, that was quite a funny little moment. Yeah, enjoyed that. That was all good fun. Oh, the bloody music we had playing in the village. There was probably a memory card in a, in a Bluetooth speaker. I think it had like four or five South American guitar-y, piano-y, Latino salsa music-y things on it. I mean, I thought Flo at one point was literally going to explode with with rage. She's like, if I hear this song one more fucking time. And it was that Despacita. Oh, oh, yeah. And yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like, oh, my God. You can, take, you can keep the village. Keep the village. I don't want it. The lake's lovely. I'm going to sit. I'm going to go and move to the lake. Pan for gold and think I stand. Yeah, Pan I'll do gold. that. But yeah, no. I mean, on the whole, like I said, the Octo events are great. You know, if you if you want to do like a bit of a bit of crazy during the day, then chill in the evening for a social. 
um, a few beers and a barbecue. It's the best. It is the best. It's, I always look forward to them. Always look forward to them for the social, meeting up with the guys and that, and seeing Josh and Baz. It's always good fun. So, yeah. Mm. Many, many, many positives compared to the minor negatives. Yeah. So, yeah, all good from me. Nice. Yeah, man. Cool. Wish you guys were there, obviously, yeah, but you weren't. I so, yeah, yeah, that was. Pair of a holes. We'll have to get. We'll have to get. Holiday with your families and whatever you was doing. Some, what some, was some sort of excuse. Mine was it. Well, we, yeah, we, you know, I, for me, I, I, I can only really do one event at the moment. I obviously did the defiant one, so. Uh, yes. It, it, it's came we in. You definitely need to get so. back to an octo because it has been the last one mm. I did was when your ear got shot. More Santana would be brilliant. I'd love a bit of Santana. Oh yeah, the ear shot. I oh yeah. actually yeah, because there's the a bit when we was walking out of uh, the the safe zone if you like or the camping area too, and I was like, did I tell you that time? <laughs> and I literally pointed at the tire barrier that you were the, 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 oh, yeah, the, yeah. in place. I was like, Mike was about there, and I was. Right over there. We should get some little blue plaques made up and just like. We should do. Them. We should do. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky they plaques. Be orange, shouldn't they? No foam memorabilia. Yeah. Or no yeah. This, memory on this spot, at this <laughs> on, this, on this, spot. this date, this happened. Yeah. And like, yeah. just get an old earpiece and just sort of nail it to the bit of wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. Um. I'd probably better call it a day for this episode. Uh, if anyone's oh. got any questions they want to just ask Lance about the Octo event, please feel free to throw them in the chat in the next few minutes. Uh, yes. If you can stick a little cue, it just means I can find them. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with the show, uh, you can email us at nofochat or hotmail.com. Our Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore nofo, and our website is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk. I've now obviously fixed the issue with the emails from the website, so I can read those now, which is great. Um, you can also get in touch with us on our own private uh, Instagrams so at 9voltairsoft at callsign underscore quartermaster and at the underscore punish underscore one underscore there's two bala 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 why did you choose I, so many actually, underscores I do who me yeah I didn't do that that was um, Instaface made all that stuff up not me oh right <laughs> yeah, don't blame me Gov you said use this one I was alright I actually have to <laughs> do um, some talk I've got to do some serious talking as well actually before we go, how oh, do you? Oh, look. I don't know if you can see that. There. That you is the Empire. That in the news, though, wouldn't you? I know. I forgot. Sorry. Oh. So end of the show. End of show. It's for all you. News. Breaking. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Just shut up, Lance. I want to put the thing involved. Yeah. <laughs> so Empire events. I've got some more details to share with you, peoplings. So. The first Ooh. op. Oh, oh, indeed. Oh, it's Sorry. supposed to be serious. It's not serious. <laughs> yeah, it's never serious. Lance, how is the cheek? Oh, the cheek's fine, mate. Yeah, it's pretty much gone now. I did get opened up big times on my face, and that's that's still there from the bunker one. Yeah, that was that, deep. that one there. That was a that was good. That bled well. Yeah, all good, mate. So, hang on. Wait, oh, look, my phone's locked now. This is I'm just not going very well. So, <laughs> Empire Events is first event is Op Empire Rising, and it's going to be on June 10th. Um, more details on the site location will be revealed as we go. Now, the event basis is on 10 sniper pairs, so 20 snipers are going to be in the field at one time. Um, limited ammo, obviously bolt actions only with your sidearm. Uh, there is a element of dog tags involved 
for a point system. There are certain taskings that need to be carried out and fulfilled throughout the day. Um, there will be an enemy patrol unit in the AO at all times, uh, actively, uh, you know, suppressing. Or if they do get into a contact with sniper, um, there to give you a bad time, basically. So that's the general consensus. It's done on the point system. So how it's going to work is there's going to be five events with ten sniper pairs in each event taking part. So the winner of the first event goes through. Winner of the second event goes through. The sixth event will be all of those five sniper pairs who have won the previous ones will go through to be sort of almost crowned, you know, Empire champion. Uh, and they will then go on to take part in a European event. Simultaneously, these events that are happening in the UK are going to be happening in Europe at varying locations, exactly the same setup. There'll be six events. So you'll have five heats with a final, um, and you all those snipers there will then come together to sort of be crowned a European-slash-British champion of airsoft sniping stuff. So, yeah, that's the plan so far. So if you just keep your eyes open, keep uh, if you've not if you're not following Empire events on Instagram or their Facebooks and stuff be. like that, make sure you should be, especially you snipers out there. If you have got mates who are snipers or are working in sniper pairs, I suggest you start. Or you're not and you're a lone sniper and you want to give it a go, then I suggest you sort of find yourself yeah, a buddy definitely. and start doing get some friend. skirmishes yeah, and start you know start honing your skills a bit because this is going to be a really good event. A really good event, and I'm looking forward to it. And there's a few of us that what's, are going to be helping out with it. Yeah. What's the Empire Events uh, Instagram? Because I have currently just found a wedding organizer. Empire Events. It's just Empire Events, I believe. Ah, Empire Events UK. There we go. There you go. So Empire. yeah, look them up. Events UK. Um, they have been sharing bits on their socials uh, regarding what's coming up, but um, I was given the okay to give you a little bit of a sneaky peek. Um, Ooh. Oh yeah, oh, indeed. Um, so yeah, it's exciting times. So I'm really looking forward to this one, and I'm sure. And I'm not even a sniper, but I'm just going to be helping out. So um, yeah, all you snipers out there, 10th of June, op Empire Rising. Keep an eye out on the EmpireEvents.uk on Instagram for details. There we go. There it is. Look. So Empire Events UK. So oh, there you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sounds good though. It, it good. does sound good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm very excited, mate. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I might just become a sniper for a couple of days. Ooh. Yes. All good. There you go. Go check them out on Instagram. Um, Lastly, uh, if if you are liking our content, um, we would very much appreciate... (laughs) Big if. If if you're liking our content, we would would very much appreciate the occasional review uh, or or like uh, on our on our uh, various videos and stuff. Uh, the the only reason that we're just mentioning it is because it will help other people to find us if we mm. can somehow work with the algorithms of these things. Share the um, love, man. So if 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 it's of interest or you think you've got a friend that might be interested, feel free to just let them know that we exist. Yeah. That would be yeah. great. If um, it's more than your third time listening, leave us a review and share yeah. it. I think <laughs> yeah. that's safe to say. Isn't definitely, it? Definitely and the other thing is it does help like like my extent it especially with YouTube mm. it helps with the algorithms. Mm. Um we have a lot of we have a lot of views but not a lot of likes. So I don't know how that works unless we're really that bad. Well, <laughs> I don't like our shows at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just do it cuz it's there now. <laughs> 
I just, I'm just invested. <laughs> no, it, yeah, a light, a light goes a long way. A, lot, a long way. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, the other one as well is that if uh, if you are uh, following on Insta uh, on YouTube, sorry, then you can obviously subscribe uh, and click the little bell. I think that notifies you when we come live. We've had a few people asking us. Yeah. Uh, we're not getting notifications, and that that's basically the reason why you need to act the little bell thing. Need apparently. to hit the bell, man. Um, Touch our bell. Yeah, so. I couldn't yeah. help it. It was there. <laughs> uh, lastly, we are going to be ne- alive again next week at eight o'clock. We're going I hope, to be we're, I hope, I hope we're alive. Get I hope we're alive. No, yeah. we're, we're going to be playing with AI. So we're going to. Um, we've asked uh, the the internet or the robots who are in charge, the overlords, uh, to generate a list of new, interesting airsoft innovations and technologies. Uh, we have asked it to no holds barred come up with some weird and wonderful things um, and we will be discussing the merits of those we'll discuss the practicalities and ultimately whether we think it's a good idea or a bad idea so join us We're next week where AI. we I'm confused we are, we are chatting with Explain AI <laughs> we are, we are yes. entering the matrix I don't know how this is going to yeah, go yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go it could <laughs> be fun tune in uh, next week I think it will be fun yeah, yeah, yeah. Be fun. <laughs> we will all be talking like robots <laughs> <laughs> Uh, say goodbye guys goodbye guys <laughs> we'll see you next week ciao ciao Bella ciao, stay no foe <laughs> ciao Mike do a fart noise Mike oh sorry we also didn't do the closing words Andy what are the closing words oh, oh closing words um, uh, not all pee pee times are poo poo times but all poo poo times are pee pee times very true I heard yeah. a dog say that He never lets me finish his sentence, ever. Sorry, I clicked the button by accident. (laughs) I was going to say, I heard a dog say that on Instagram.